This is the Playful Humans podcast. Another great episode here for you. I'm your host, Mike Montague, and my guest this week is Dom Brightman. He's a writer, speaker, podcaster. You can find him at donbrightman.com. Also, he's the host of the Going North podcast. So since you're listening or watching a podcast right now, wherever you're watching it, just search Going North podcast and check that one out. But the Playful Humans podcast can be found at playfulhumans.com. We help other uh, adults rediscover the power of play in your life. You can do that at playfulhumans.com slash quiz to find out your playful personality. Good stuff there as well. All right, here we go down. All right, Dom, we like to start with the joke of the week. The joke of the week is brought to you by French fries. Did you know French fries weren't uh, actually invented in France? They were cooked in Greece. French fries. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, man, I remember one time I was a tree once. It was on 420, and folks uh, smoked it for my knowledge. And then when uh, I was a burning bush, I realized, oh, I was a black guy. All over the place. <laughs> you got about four jokes in that one. Um, did you hear about the crook who stole a calendar? You oh, got 12 no, I didn't months. hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a sentence. <laughs> All right, we got it done. Uh, welcome to the show, Dom. Tell us a little bit about your career and and what you have going on you said uh self-leadership expert what does that mean uh sure thing thanks a bunch mike my man the mighty eminem for having me on the playful humans podcast man and one of the best things about self-leadership is that play is involved because really in life you have to play to win a lot of folks play to not lose and some don't even play at all (laughs) sadly i mean i think that's the easiest way to not lose right is to (laughs) to not play the game (laughs) yeah man and in this game of life you have to always get better at it like get better than the person you were yesterday 5 10 20 years ago and always improve and self-leadership is all about that it's all about self-awareness realizing where you are right now and seeing how you're performing compared to yourself in the past and how you can perform better in the future it's all about self-regulation self-awareness and being the best version of yourself possible and you've written a couple of books your, yourself. So there's the Going North book. Um, and then there is, uh, what's the, the second one? The Compass? Uh, Staying the Course book. Uh, but I wanted to ask you about your latest contribution to the From Crappy to Happy, because I feel like that's the mission here of, of Playful Humans is to help people go from crappy to happy. So how did you get involved with that? And, and tell us what your contribution was there. Ah, uh, great question. Yeah, that's how it's probably been the favorite whenever I'm on shows. Because the first is like, oh, yeah, that's your podcast. Second one is like, damn, your title's long. And the third one, it's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. And the third one is crap and happy. Like, you know what? 2020, yeah, that's freaking good. 2021, yeah, I'm still going to need a 2022. Like, all right, we're going to go ahead and poke this year with like a freaking, I don't know, a 100-foot pole, see if it'll be even better. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great analogy. <laughs> 
it really is because they're like oh lord like damn another variant like what is it gonna stop what is it gonna stop can we yeah like get back to at least better than this like forget normal at least better than this that's really what people want and that book really comes down to just being around the right people because um, the two ladies who spearheaded the book, uh, Reverend Ariel Patricia, who was actually in the Marines, and she's actually a businesswoman helping other authors, especially in the spiritual space. Uh, for some folks, like to call it woo-woo, Sacred Stories Publishing, and her buddy, Kat O'Keefe Cannabis, who actually wrote a book called Dreams Can Save Your Life, where her life was saved because she had a dream that a Franciscan monk handed her a sutra telling her that, hey, she had breast cancer, even though she was tested a couple times before saying that she was a OK. But after that dream, the third time happened, she was persistent. And lo and behold, when she refused to leave the office until they tested her, they tested her positive. So they had to get to work on that. So those two ladies were networking with other people getting folks all over the world and they released a book a year before called the chaos to clarity and mm. when i saw the work that they were doing with that book one of my goals is to be part of a multi-author book and that goal is fulfilled the next year when they said the title was crappy to happy sacred stories of transformational joy i'm like hey who the heck doesn't want joy like even freaking bc before covid who the heck doesn't want joy like joy right. is freaking amazing it's a natural state it's a lot mm. longer than just happiness like joy is an internal thing and contributing my story file i found some internal joy through the rave method is a small contribution to the book because at the end of the day, it was just a chance to network with other people, get something else off my to-do list and continue to really expand the brand and playfully say spread the chocolate everywhere. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, what's the rave method? Ah, yes, the rave method. So R-A-V-E. So if you're looking at the YouTube version, it's kind of a play now to think about it of the rave, you know, it's like, ooh. <laughs> you look like with your background you're in a rave yeah for sure that's right so i was a rave. former club club dj so yeah I, I get the the reference uh there for sure but what what's it stand for ah uh, yes it stands for two feet i was best but you doesn't stand for two feet it actually st- <laughs> <laughs> uh, it actually stands for reading great material that's the r the A for audio immersion, listening to great podcasts like these and music that gets you in a great mood. Also, the V, visual stimulation. If you're listening and watching this on YouTube and subscribe to Mike Montague's channel, then good on you. You're fulfilling the V, visual stimulation. And the E, encouraging yourself and others, because if someone's living and breathing, they need encouragement. Wow. I love that. I love all four for sure. Great steps to uh, bring yourself from crappy to happy is you got to change your inputs. Uh, it, it changes the outputs a lot too. I, especially I think in 2020, so many people, right. Watching the news, watching uh, even late night shows or other channels that are talking about the news and the pandemic or listening to podcasts that are um, trying to, I guess, uh, divide or, or, or create um, more, um, I guess, anxiety in people rather than relieve it, uh, that's not going to help you, right? That's not going mm-hmm. to get you out of that funk if you continue to go down that rabbit hole. You got to get yourself out and, and check out something else. So that's awesome. Uh, love that. Now, uh, tell me about going north. What does that mean for you? And, and why is that the name of your book and podcast? Oh, sure thing. So a few years ago, I was coming into my 
work at the time, a part-time librarian dude working at the library, and one of my colleagues asked me, hey, how's it going, Dom? And for some strange reason, I was like, you know what, I'm going to be sarcastic today. I'm like, you know what, I'm going north. And she was like, okay. Mm. And a couple of the colleagues in the back were busting out laughing because it was so dark. little like, really, bro? Going north, huh? <laughs> and little did I know, as I was going on and found professional development, it really got into the guinea pig mode of it because once you get one self-help book, it really charged you forward to like reading a bunch of them, if not hundreds of them down the yeah. road. And I realized, wow, so I'm actually going north here and going north for me is embracing your dreams and helping others to embrace theirs as well, because we all have dreams. And even if they're daydreams, like that's the thing, we still can acknowledge our daydreams, at least if you don't have those dreams where you go to sleep. Because sometimes <laughs> those dreams when you're sleeping can be nightmares. You wake up, it's like, oh, yeah. All yeah, right. you can't they control did. those as much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I don't have the PlayStation controller for this one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I that's awesome. You hinted a little bit about it. But I always like on this podcast to ask people how they got into what they're doing. Because I think a lot of people would say like, oh, I love self-help or I would love to be a uh, a life coach or a, uh, a consultant or even a, a speaker or a writer. I'd love to be an author, or a, a, a speaker, but they don't feel that feels like a big jump from where they are now in like a day job or, or something. So it uh, sounded like you did have some quote real jobs and, and stuff before you became an entrepreneur, but what was that journey like for you? Have you always been entrepreneurial or did you just find that in a, a unique way? I kind of find, found it in my own unique way. Funny enough, like every now and then it just pops back in me when I was a kid. Like I would actually play like I was an entrepreneur when I think back because I had this wonderful little restaurant called the Coco Hut out of nowhere where I was like chopping up <laughs> those little papers, like freaking serving people. Like I had my own restaurant or whatever and even tried like a whole gel pen rental business in the fifth grade. And that didn't last long because like renting a pen like i'm gonna give you back your pen kid and it's like then you have to then it was like oh i have to fight these kids get my pens back and it's like well don't want to be freaking expelled from school of over fighting kids so that didn't end too yeah, well pen, that's <laughs> so funny that's awesome <laughs> so yeah man had some tendencies as a youth with that but as i basically got older i actually went for a promotion in my day job and i didn't get it the first time and i was like all right well i guess i have to build up my skills and one of the things that helped me to really get better in the entrepreneurial space was to join Toastmasters. And that was to practice public uh -huh. speaking and communication and as well as networking. Cause I was already a good speaker. Cause I spoke for years as a teenager and in my early twenties in church. That's where I discovered my gift and I considered myself good already, but Toastmasters helped me to polish it and get more comfortable with adding humor into my presentations because you can't just walk around giving the preacher style to every place you go. That's just not going to work. It's like, oh, Jesus, God, what a third day. That's right. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You can't just be doing that to everybody. Folks are like, dude, wrong room. Read the room. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like it, man. Uh, those, uh, those preachers get me fired up. You know, I need one like. Helping me out in the morning. I, come on, Mike, it's time to put your sign. <laughs> like, I want to do that every morning. <laughs> yeah, just have TD Jake says your ringtone. Wake up, wake <laughs> up, wake up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> put me in a great mood. I'd be fired up. That or the uh, the like tech um, self-help people or uh, uh, customer support people, you know, like when you call like a, a hotline, uh, 
Okay, Dom, what I'm going to need you to do is, is click the start button in the lower left. Can you click the start button for me? Like, that's what I need that kind of nurturing some days too on, on rough days. <laughs> I'm like that on soundtrack, but that's, uh, that's awesome. You have great, uh, great marketing and, and creativity in yourself. I'm, I'm assuming that you were playful and, and creative your, your whole life though. Do you feel like that's part of you or do you feel like that's something that you still have to work on and, and remind yourself? That was actually part of part of me. Now it's actually fully part of me because, funny enough, it was growing up. It's like my playful side that'll be for close friends and family. And as I grew older and got into a car accident, my twenty first birthday, and then found self development and started growing and getting better, and really just took the time to really do some self reflection and ask for feedback and see how my progress was doing. I'm like, well. Let me bring my true self out to the forefront and then just be playful with everybody I meet within reason. Like, hey, if they're open to it, they're, they, we see that vibe. It's like, all right, I'll keep going. If not, then I'll just keep it nice and even keeled. But yeah, really just bringing the playfulness out to the forefront, whether it's telling corny jokes all day, calling myself the Colonel of the Corny Joke Kingdom <laughs> and telling folks like, hey, if you're around me too long, you wake up tomorrow and your doorknob would be a corn cob. Like, yeah, it's really <laughs> what I'm really all about now is just really just keeping it lighthearted and playful with people because people need it. And the thing is, like, pe- people really love to have a moment where it feels light, like no matter how serious and uptight they'll be, if you can just break them down. And those are my favorite too. Those ultra serious people, when they get them to laugh, it's like, all right, I got them. All right, good. All right, good. Yeah. They can finally stop being constipated now. I finally gave them a black bowel movement. It's good. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they got the, they get a, a release there. I got one guy the other day. I was doing a, I was kills, and this guy was just grumpy. Like he was like, uh, his whole family's playing uh, a game show and he's got his arms crossed. Didn't say a word was like three feet back from the podium. So everybody else is up at the the stage and he's standing three feet back. And I'm like, uh, it's your turn here. But I, finally I told a joke. Uh, this is one of my favorites. You can steal uh, too, Dom. Cause I feel like you like this one. Um, have you heard about the, the toy testing for, for Christmas? Oh, uh, every tickle me Elmo before it's sent to the stores. Uh, the last thing it gets at the factory is, Two testicles. And it was so funny because like him and my producer were the only ones that were laughing, but they were like crying, laughing and I had to stop. And I was like, man, that I finally got, it. I got that nut. It, it took like 45 minutes, but I got there. Um, so I, yeah, I think that's awesome. What I also heard in, in your story there, you've mentioned it a couple of times, is that you seem to have an off button. So I think what holds some people back is they're like, oh, well, I don't want to be the crazy Robin Williams, Jim Carrey, annoying everybody. I can't be fun and playful all the time. Like there's times to be serious. I think both you and I would agree that, yeah, there, there are. And we have that ability to read the room uh, a little bit, like you said. And I, I think maybe that holds people back but what else do you think holds people back from being their true playful self yeah it's quite a few things so of course there's fear fear of success that's a classic one like oh it'll actually work okay i might have to keep this up (laughs) oh darn i ran out of jokes like what the fudge else am i gonna do and also the feel of fear of failure is like oh they're not gonna respond to me and really just getting over the fact that hey if you just be yourself after 
after a while and you get to the point where you don't care about what other people think within reason, then it won't even matter. Heck, even the other thing is, is that some people have a lot of outside issues that are really weighing them down, especially finances are probably one of the biggest ones is like, especially if they yeah. may be a single parent or heck, even if they're a regular parent trying to feed their kids feed their family and they're probably focusing so much on their finances it's like i ain't got no time to laugh i gotta pay these freaking bills i gotta make extra money here and that's really just that stress but the thing is if you can focus on that one little pocket of peace or that one little pocket of joy in your day to at least help keep yourself going because the thing is like comedy humor it's divine because the the classic saying is like hey if god has a sense if if we did if God has a sense of humor, we should have a sense of humor, too. If God created us, that means we also have a sense of humor, too. And it's there for a reason. Sometimes people laugh to keep from crying. Like, if you mm-hmm. have a joke like the one you just told about the <laughs> the two testicles, <laughs> that'll make somebody <laughs> cry tears of joy of laughter, then that'll really lighten their day and then help them to ease just a little bit. Just a little bit. And your body will thank you later, too, because all that tension, all that buildup ain't good for you after a while. You'll basically corrode. Well, yeah, I think that's a, a big lesson for people that we don't talk about on this podcast enough is that when you carry the stress all around, that's not what, uh, you know, mammals on this planet were built for. It, not chronic stress. You know, we have fight or flight mechanisms to help us get out of danger or to work really hard for a short period of time in order to accomplish things. But there's a cycle to everything, right? You have to sleep every night. You have to recharge and you have to rest. And if you don't let go of that stress of paying the bills or the family or the marriage or the kids or the job or the promotion or or whatever it happens to be, the the pandemic, if you don't occasionally set that down, you're just going to fatigue yourself and you're going to break down and and corrode, like you said. And I think that is a, a really huge lesson for people that even if you don't, you know, quit your accounting job and become a stand-up comedian, you can enjoy 30 minutes of a comedy show and give yourself permission to rest and relax and slow your heart rate down and, and give yourself good endorphins and uh, other chemicals here to, to help you reset. And uh, I don't think enough people do that. Oh yeah, man. Like, dude, like YouTube's a black hole for that. Once you jump in there with like stand-up comedy and just funny, heck, mm-hmm. even funny cat videos is a common thing. Heck, even baby goats. Apparently a lot of folks are amused by baby goats for some reason. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, they're jumpy for sure. You know what I watched <laughs> last night was one of those, uh, television news bloopers and i was crying laughing uh, so the watching it was like 2019's best uh news bloopers and the one that got me going was uh this lady was trying to introduce the weatherman right you know and she's like ah it's it's wednesday and and uh, he's like hump day and she goes yeah is it gonna be a dry hump day <laughs> And they all just like started laughing. Oh, God. Like, oh man, that one's so funny. But you know, once somebody starts giggling and they can't stop, like they just kept triggering each other. They were laughing for so long. I got you on that one. Cold. Um, so, uh, and. Here's two questions I, I like to end with, and then we'll, we'll play a game. Uh, the first one is, is there anything left on your fun bucket list? What would be the most fun for you that maybe uh, is a goal or, or something that you want to check off the list in the future? Uh, one of them, this instantly came to mind, is definitely 
with my own podcast incorporate a soundboard definitely like that's one of the big goals so like especially with the the guests and pre-recording everything just dropping random sound bites out of nowhere because um like like at the day of this recording yesterday i was like oh wait a second because i had a dude like rick rick lazano i even drop his name because dude's hilarious he's like this guitar playing leadership consultant and dude actually makes funny leadership well funny songs he even has a song called the powerpoint song where he really just <laughs> really busts on freaking powerpoint songs with all these decks and whatnot and it was freaking hilarious that i put a little applause sound clip in there afterwards so definitely a soundboard that's definitely one thing another that's thing on my christmas uh, list actually have you you seen the envato uh i think no it's not envato um uh, Oh my gosh, I'm going to forget the name of it now. It starts with an E. Elgato. Elgato, oh, Elgato. soundboard. Oh. Yeah, yeah. 15 buttons. Like I asked uh, that for uh, for Christmas here. It's like 150 bucks or something like that. And uh, oh. you can pre-program the sounds. And then, yeah, you just hit the laugh track or the fart noise oh. or whatever and uh, and get people going. So I'll send you the link on Amazon when we're done. Yeah. Uh, what about <laughs> experience? Uh, experience. That's definitely a good one. I'm about to say, even though... <laughs> Even though it's been a little weird these past few years, I haven't really watched as much. Definitely go to a WrestleMania event. Like that'll be one oh, heck wow. of an experience. Like, um, like, <laughs> like pro wrestling. That was like one of my favorite things growing up with The Rock, Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold, like all them great folks and all the crazy antics. Like, just freaking love it. And sadly, the WWE hasn't been as good as a product as they were years ago. So it's like, eh, I mean, it'll be great to still go for the experience, but it's like, eh, not as excited as it used to be for the product, though. <laughs> I got an idea for you there, too, which is why I ask if you have any ideas for for Dom, you know, uh, reach out to him on the website, dombrightman.com. But uh, I interviewed a stand up comedian named Jeremy Nunez. And uh, I think he's on the same site that we connected on. And um, he hosts a like comedy wrestling podcast, which is hysterical. But he also does amateur (laughs) wrestling. I I think it's up in like Illinois or Chicago where it's like uh, amateur night. I think like that would be so fun. I think you should go be a wrestler. Uh, that's not, you know, you, I feel like you could come up with a good personality and, and go do a one night as a show. That's my challenge for you. Uh, but we have another challenge. Do you want to play a game? Oh, yeah. I'm always up for games. All right. Here is uh, our sound effect. We got the wheel of games, 10 games that it could land on. And you got the whisper challenge. The whisper challenge is fun, especially for those of you listening to the audio podcast, because we're going to put ourselves on mute. And say a sentence, one sentence, and then you try and guess what uh, the other person said. Whoever gets the most words right out of uh, reading the lips will get the point. So uh, I want to flip flip over to YouTube if you actually want to play the game with us. Uh, If not, you can uh, hear our guesses here. So, Dom, do you want to go first or second? Uh, I guess I'll let you go first. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I will do it. Here you go. I'm going to put myself on mute. All right. What'd, what'd you get? Uh, Dom Brightman is freaking amazing. Oh, close. Uh, you got two words. I said Dom Brightman is a very bright man. <laughs> Dang. All right. There you go. I just All saw right. that one coming. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll let the fun begin. <laughs> Oh, no. Give it to me one more time. 
Okay. Um, I totally missed that. Uh, unmute yourself there. Uh, but um, I, I think I got a few words here, right? So um, what I got was uh, having COVID is very nice. <laughs> 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 well, you got the C word right. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I, well, I, or should I say you got the C letter right. It was actually a crazy oh. sentence. Black coffee is best with a cactus. Oh, man. Uh, so I think I only got, uh, yeah, like is. Uh, so you win <laughs> uh, two to one. And uh, that means you win a free 30 second commercial for yourself here, Dom. Any asks or gifts for the audience? How can we help you? Up, oh, sure thing. So you head over to DomBrightman.com if you're looking to start a podcast of your own. I got a free little ebook for you called The 21 Lessons Learned from Two Plus Years of Podcasting. So nice little lessons to start and grow and manage your podcast. So if you want to learn from a guy who's interviewed over 500 plus authors four plus years in at this point, then definitely head over to DomBrightman.com for that download. Awesome. Yep. DomBrightman.com. Check out the book, uh, Going North and the podcast. The Going North podcast, wherever you are listening to this one, is a great place to start. Give that a search. And thank you for listening to the Playful Humans podcast. As always, uh, give us a thumbs up, a like, a share, whatever you got. Send this to somebody that you think that needs to hear it. That's always a great way to help us, uh, yourself, and others. And if you have any guest recommendations, you know a Playful Human that needs to be on the show, you can email me at mike at playfulhumans.com. And uh, I think until next time, I want to challenge you to go out there and find just 60 minutes of play in your day. Go do whatever makes you happy. Have fun. <laughs>